Welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Mike Davis Show with Amanda. And we're here in the 904 Now studio without Pete Melfi today, which I've got a small tear in my eye that Pete's not with us. I'm sad too. What a fun show yesterday. That was fun. If you missed it, then go and check it out. Go watch that. We broke all the rules yesterday. Mm -hmm. We had Pete Melfi in. We had the principal Mm -hmm. attending class. Yep. We got a brand new, what did we get yesterday? We got the, um, the, the pre, what's the, the scoop? No, the, the <laughs> intro on the, we get the intro, the pro, the oh, camera, the, the prep, prep, prep show. Cam. I don't even know what that's <laughs> called. It's so new. I have no idea. Show prep camera, yes. which I think is really cool mm-hmm. to watch you wandering around doing things and me walk in with 10 seconds. <laughs> Actually made it quicker than that, but yeah. it, ha- it has been an afternoon. We're going to try to go back to normal today. We got a lot of fun news mm-hmm. for you. Um, Promise we'll keep it uh, lighthearted for most of the part. There's a few things that are like, man, we'll see. we just got to talk about it and just go yep. there. But I didn't want to go there, but we got to go there. Well, you know. All right. Carmelo's Pizzeria and 123 Burger House. They are both owned by the Tringali family. They're amazing places to go eat. Uh, they've got great pizzas at the um, Carmelo's Pizzeria. It's not the best in town. And the burgers at the Burger House are wonderful. So if you get a chance, go on over, check them out. Uh, they offer dine-in, takeout, and delivery through Bite Squad and Grubhub. And the Tringali family and all of their staff would like to thank you for your continued support of those two fine restaurants. All right. And now I have Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency. Uh, We carried over from yesterday, opening their doors in 2008. Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency, has proudly stood by their customers through hurricanes, major floods, hails, and fire. Through these events, the agency has become a much-needed insurance resource in times of trouble and hardship. Honesty and integrity are the pillars of our core values, says owner Ashley Casey. We pride ourselves on being insurance experts while developing strategies that help our clients meet their insurance needs. We truly enjoy the relationships that we've forged, and the office has a real love for St. Augustine, which inspires all of us to do our best. We thank you, Ashley Casey, and all you at Brightway Insurance, the Casey Agency, for helping us with our insurance needs. We really appreciate that. And another very helpful crew are the crew of Bear Kresge & Associates. They are a full-service local CPA firm with a team of skilled professionals dedicated to providing top-level service in the areas of tax compliance, planning for businesses, individuals, estates, and trusts, audits, reviews, and other accounting services, business valuations, forensic analysis, and litigation support. You can reach them at 904-460-0747 or online at abarecreskycpa.com. And land title of America, whether you realize it or not, when you refinance the sale or purchase of a home, a title company is involved. Don't get stuck with some out-of-town title company who doesn't give a crap when you're faced with challenges. Stay local and choose land title of America. Just call or text Stephen Collins, 904-501-4481. He specializes in all types of real estate transactions. Ah, land title, your local title company, insuring America's land one title at a time because they give a... They give a crap. They give a huge... They do. They're <laughs> awesome folks. I drove past there today. They're amazing. I didn't realize that they were in the same I, shopping center as Ward's Medical. I, I had a day. Yeah? I did. I have to open a V8 on the air because I forgot to open on it before. But yeah, yeah, it's a V8. It's not a beer. <laughs> it's definitely not that kind of beer. Uh, and we still think Zuckerberg's going to win... The cage mm-hmm. match, right? Absolutely. Zuckerberg should absolutely beat Elon Musk in the cage Our match. Our money is on Mark yeah. Zuckerberg. We're betting on Zuckerberg. I've called Vegas. All right, that takes care of that. <laughs> Even with um, ah. the man who shall not be named 
offering to train Elon Musk, which is interesting. Who's offering to train him? Um, a former kickboxer who is very controversial and will get us tanked. Oh, we're not meant that. No, no, no. <laughs> we're giving that dude, that jerk, no, a wide no birth. love. Wide birth, no love there. No. Okay. Yeah. Ooh, all right. Thanks for saving me from that. And I, <laughs> and I honestly don't know his name. I just know there's one name you're not supposed to mention. It's mm-hmm. so like, even if I knew his name, I couldn't mention yeah. his name. I think that's the one in the U- in the United States you're not supposed to mention without getting tanked. There's one in the UK you're not allowed to mention without getting tanked. There's probably a lot more in the UK, but I know one for sure will get, they might send police to your house. If you start talking about I'm not going to mention online. any of that stuff. We'll talk nope. about it off the air. No, <laughs> no, I'm not going to do it. I don't want to do it. Okay. Right. So, Yesterday, mm-hmm. we made this huge announcement for Fox News here, right? Who apparently no one's watching anymore. More people are mm-hmm. watching the 904 now than Fox News in the evening. Yeah. Which I don't blame them, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, all this, the lineup change. Yeah. So yesterday afternoon or yesterday morning, whenever uh, Megan Kelly, former mm-hmm. of Fox News, uh-huh. former of NBC News. There's now, an illustrious list of former Fox News personalities. There is. There is, right? Mm-hmm. And she was gleefully reading off. And I don't blame her, right? Yeah. I mean, she left Fox because mm-hmm. they probably wouldn't give her the money she wanted. Of course, NBC gave her stupid money and then regretted giving her stupid mm-hmm. money because no one that watched her on Fox was going to watch her on NBC. Yeah. And anybody that knew she was on Fox before she went to NBC and was an NBC support wasn't going to yeah. watch her either. Yeah. Not understanding that the partisan divides in the wall between them have mm-hmm. just gotten taller over the years. Probably got taller today while we were doing this show. Every single second. Well, uh, Megyn Kelly had kind of lost favor with a lot of the Fox News audience because of some things she said during the debate um, against Trump in 2016. Yes. And so she was kind of on the outs with the Fox News audience. So that was probably um, a good time for Fox to be like, look, you made our viewers mad. We don't have to give you money. And NBC was like, well, maybe since you said those things, you can come over here. Mm -hmm. And as soon as she announced that, I was like, that that ship ain't going to sail. That dog ain't going to hunt. Ain't nobody going to follow. No, that's just not it. So. No, I, I listen. So she's podcasting and apparently mm-hmm. she's doing better at podcasting. She's doing right? really well. She's doing well. I don't know what the numbers are. I only concern ourselves with shows that are on the 904 now. And Megan, one day we hope that you join us here. Yeah, right? It's the not? best network around and we hope that you join us here one day. Yeah. Yeah. We really truly do. But anyway, um, she's calling out the fact that Fox has lost two thirds of their viewers. Mm-hmm. She did mention that Gutfeld had lost the fewest of any viewers. Just for yeah. the record out there. So us Gutfeld fans are loyal to Gutfeld. It didn't seem to help Tucker Carlson. <laughs> what do you mean? It didn't having that kind of audience behind him no. didn't seem to no. to keep well, his position. Well, I feel sorry safe. for Gutfeld because I don't really think Fox care. I don't think any of the executives stayed up after eleven p.m. Mm-hmm. So when he was doing Red Eye, they're like, "Oh, we have a show that's doing well at night." Okay, okay. And then they put him at eleven o'clock, and he became the king of late night. And now mm-hmm. they're moving him to ten o'clock. So. It's still going to be interesting to see how all of that plays. The guys that are really excited that he's moved to the other time slot are Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Fallon, mm-hmm. right? All of those, because all of a all sudden the ones they got a chance, they got a shot again yeah. at against somebody who's just on cable whooping them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that should be, it should be interesting to yeah. watch that. Because I'm a huge, as you know, yes. I'm a slight Gutfeld fan. You so are. A I am a little bit slightly. of a fanboy. I am a little bit of a fanboy. Mm-hmm. I do think he's, uh, as Pete said, I guess it's the dad humor. Maybe. Pete said it was dad humor, and I'm like, well, that might explain why I really, really like it. So, mm-hmm. all right. Um, so here's the other one. Um, 
the panhandle is coming in and out, Amanda. That ain't going to... What? That dog ain't going to... Oh, my, that dog roots, ain't going to hunt. Okay. My panhandle roots. My country girl roots. Bobby, that saying's everywhere down here. Panhandle. I come from the Redneck Riviera, buddy. Right. So speaking of Fox's woes with conservatives, mm-hmm. right, and Trump supporters in particular. So Fox has failed to cover uh, some Trump events. Mm-hmm. They gave him wall-to-wall coverage in 2016 and 2020. Yeah. It was great for ratings, right? They did that. Mm-hmm. This time around, um, they've decided not to. Yeah. Uh, their decision, their network, they can do whatever they want mm-hmm. to do, right? Ratings have not gone well. Yeah. Um, I predict that if they continue this tact mm-hmm. policy plan um that newsmax and and other it's going to pass them one one america, one america whatever yeah. we don't even know what the other one is right oh and uh, something like <laughs> that one america news whatever acronym. it is right that they're gonna that they'll start if they're smart start covering trump's speeches mm-hmm. play those it's it's free material yeah. right and they will continue to attract conservatives which is mm-hmm. only going to hurt fox news yeah. as a whole right well, President Trump's not taking this line down. Yeah. Former President Trump, now candidate Trump, uh, basically said if Brett Barr is the, the guy mm-hmm. and Fox will not cover any of my phenomenally great speeches, the best speeches ever, the best the most fabulous best speeches ever. They're huge. They're huge ratings. <laughs> so if, he's, if they're not going to cover it, Trump has said, I maybe just won't show up to the Republican debate that's okay. on Fox. There's no need to go there. Mm-hmm. You know, he knows what questions he's going to get. It's mm-hmm. not going to change anything. I actually, he's, to me, he's got two strategies. One, he wants to make Fox sweat and he's still going to end up going. Yeah. Or two, he's actually really not going to go. Yeah. Now, if he really doesn't go, it will stop him from doing the one thing that everybody hates about him more than anything else. What? Insulting everyone there. <laughs> right so he won't insult so it, any of the other candidates it helps the longevity of the careers of all the other people on this stage so if somebody really wanted to have fun with this mm-hmm. and i'm sitting here thinking of this and i know trump doesn't listen to this show but he should what trump should do is go on one of the other networks mm-hmm. like one america news or newsmax right mm-hmm. and commentate on the debate yeah he won't have to answer any questions that's right he can Just say whatever he wants to about every single one. And there's not a person that's a Trump supporter that wouldn't rather watch Trump comment on the debate than watch the debate. So what's funny that you mentioned that yes. is that um, Stephen Crowder, the Ladder with Crowder crew. Yes. They do watch parties mm-hmm. for all the, the major debates, the presidential um, debates, and they typically have better ratings than the debates themselves. OK. Um, and there's drinking game rules. And so everyone's on the um, everyone's like on the couch. That's usually there. Mm-hmm. And then they'll have special guests. It used to be that Daily Wire would call in. I don't know that they're going to be calling in anytime soon, but they have special guests and Don Jr. has frequently been a guest on these. Okay. And so in between like exciting things on commercial breaks Mm -hmm. and stuff, Mm -hmm. they'll go to Don Jr. and they'll talk to him. That would be an amazing partnership to either do Joe Rogan, Steven Crowder, or even the Daily Wire guys. I don't know that Trump would go to Daily Wire though, because they have not been as friendly to him as some others. But Who if he's commentating... Is that Shapiro? That Shapiro and uh, Jeremy Boring. Okay. Right. And there's Big Feud, um, Big Trouble in Little China between uh, Daily Wire and the Crowder guys. 
there was big like one of them tried to, 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 to get the other guy to work for him for basically free. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jeremy Boring offered Steven Crowder mm-hmm. a friendly contract, a friendly jumping off point, which would have had Crowder paying him 25% of the contract to be in contract with Daily Wire. Yeah. Um, so not such friendly negotiation. And that kind of blew up in everyone's face and it was ugly. Mommy and daddy were fighting. I didn't like it. Well, they're two of your favorites. I'm not I allowed. Enjoy them. I'm not allowed to crowd. I catch them occasionally mm-hmm. when there's a clip. That somebody's on. The other thing that Trump could do is get RFK to do a yeah. debate with him at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I, the ratings would be off yeah. the charts. Good. Especially be- if it was moderated by Joe Rogan. Uh, I would Joe love Rogan offered Joe, to moderate. I would love Joe Rogan to moderate. Um, Joe Biden and Trump. Yeah. Last cycle. Yes, it would have been and awesome. And Trump accepted. He tentatively mm-hmm. accepted. Mm-hmm. If um, Biden shows up, I'll show up. So if if he doesn't go, and if RFK is shunned, which they're saying he's going to be, mm-hmm. then absolutely that would be fantastic. Okay. And all debate. So here is Donald Trump's official statement. I guess from Truth Social Media. He's truthing? He's truthing. So Fox News, which is down 37%. He mentions that, of course. According to Megyn Kelly, they're down 60, almost 67%, Mm -hmm. almost two thirds. But Trump is being nice. That depends. Is she talking target demo or so there could be. Uh, There's all kinds of ways. They could be honest in two different Mm -hmm. ways, depending on how you look at it. Or dishonest in one way. Um, Doesn't cover my getting the man of the decade award. (laughs) Because of my great trade policies and parentheses in Michigan or my keynote speech for the faith and freedom in D.C. And then wants me to show up to get them ratings for their presidential debate. Quote where, presidential. Where I'm leading the field by 40 points. All they do is promote uh, against all hope. Ron sanctimonious, and he's dropping like a rock. Sorry, Fox News life doesn't work out that way. So I put the dropping like a rock emphasis like Trump would say it. But I mean, mm. uh I think this is going to be interesting. And if Trump is smart, he will find another way. Now, mm-hmm. having said that on the Trump side, yeah, huge opportunity for Ron DeSantis to mm-hmm. separate himself from everybody else. Yeah. Right. But the peril for Ron DeSantis is if he doesn't separate himself from everybody else, then he becomes Jeb Bush. Then he becomes an, yeah, he becomes the, oh, that was the flavor of the, he mm-hmm. will be the first flavor of the month. For this cycle. And I hope that's not the case because I like Ron DeSantis. I think he's done a great job in Mm -hmm. Florida. But the peril is if the if the king isn't there, you're fighting with all the jesters. Yeah. And if he doesn't start recapturing what got everyone super motivated to give him the huge reelection numbers that he got, Mm -hmm. which was he was passionate. He was charismatic and. He hasn't been showing that since he became serious about running for president. He's gone very poindexter, and that don't play. But who does the poindexter? Everybody that hires a consultant that's a mm-hmm. national media person, except for one person who couldn't go poindexter. If his life depended on it, he could I not do it. I think he would actually have an aneurysm. Donald Trump would die if he had to keep his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. And that's what people was one of the things that attracted people. He literally to had to invent Truth Social with the team just so he could not have to fight yes. keeping his mouth shut. Yeah, he can't do it. Yeah. It's physically impossible. Yeah, Donald Trump, you could be president if you could just be quiet for. Oh, you blew it. Yeah, I didn't even finish the question, and you blew yeah. it. Yeah, if he took a little page from Biden's playbook of hide in the basement, 
and let other people talk nicely about you and and about your, the results of your policies, then you would have a much easier run. But I do have, so this does pose a question. Pose the question. Why has Fox News turned their back on Trump? So the rumors that I have heard and read, and I know nothing about nothing because I'm not in any of those newsrooms. I don't know a single person mm-hmm. at Fox News. I got nothing. Is that uh, Rupert Murdoch, I guess, got mad at, at Trump. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the kids do not like Trump. They're okay. more liberal than Rupert Murdoch. Mm-hmm. And so they are trying to change Fox News. What they are going to do to Fox News is it will go by the wayside, right? Mm-hmm. CNN is already on the way. Fox will join them. Yeah. MSNBC, which I thought was on the way, will probably hold on because all the Looney Tunes watch there. Right? Mm-hmm. And what you'll get is um, a, a splintering of conservative news again. Mm-hmm. It had all coalesced around Fox News yeah. because they were so conservative. Mm-hmm. and Or at they, least we thought they were. Well, they pretended to be. Mm-hmm. They were great actors. Yeah. Right? So they'll, um, they'll turn around and, be, and bleed news. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won't bleed out as much as CNN is, but eventually everyone else will kind of leave them. Nobody yeah. that is uh, on the left is coming to watch Fox. Mm-mm. So if you lose um, two thirds of the conservatives mm-hmm. and you can maybe pick up a few moderates, you're never going to get back to the ratings you had. Yeah. And but apparently in the global media network, no big deal. Mm-hmm. We'll just keep rolling on and we'll be where we want to be, which ideologically is what they're trying to achieve, just not yeah. telling a story that they used to tell. And I do think for me, and, I, and I, I speak for myself a lot on this, I got completely frustrated, especially with the Sean Hannity's out there. Mm-hmm. This is about to happen. Hillary's going to be in trouble. Hillary's yeah. going to be indicted. Hillary mm-hmm. didn't get indicted. Oh, Durham, Durham's going to fix all this. Just mm-hmm. wait, Durham's... Look, there's no difference between him and Rachel Maddow when you continue to go on and tell people something's going to happen and it doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. There's no difference. So I think a lot of people left and a lot of people aren't really interested in going back. Mm -hmm. Tucker was a little better. Uh, Jesse Waters, I think, is a little edgy and funny. I have not watched his primetime show. Yeah. Because when I get done with this show, I've said everything I need to say or listen to. I mean, when Amanda tells me what's going on in the world, I don't need to watch some has-been Jesse Waters. (laughs) used to do interviews on the street. Yeah. I think Jesse's pretty good and edgy. I'm I'm joking about that. Mm -hmm. And and I can take gut felt. Laura Ingram kind of got a little screechy and preachy, and I just couldn't do that anymore either. Yeah. So... So that was one of my two options for mm-hmm. why Fox turned their back on Trump. And we've seen mm-hmm. that a lot. They've been moderating to the left. I think that they're following a pattern of a lot of notable brands of late, of late. where they're forgetting who their car- target mm-hmm. audience is mm-hmm. and thinking that they can broaden their appeal. But it ain't never going to happen. It's just... It's too divisive. The other way that you could play this, and if I was the Ron DeSantis people and wanted to make a comment if Trump does boycott a Fox debate, would be, you know, Trump has burned all of his bridges. Mm -hmm. He's burned this bridge. He's burned that bridge. He can't find a running mate. Like all of these things, you could totally play it as, you know, Trump has burned all of these bridges. He's too ineffectual. He's too Mm -hmm. isolated at this point to be effectual. 100%. So that would be the way that I could play it. Because that is a way that you could look at it. You could say that, you know, the way he handled situations in the past three years um, didn't jibe nicely with other people he might not have been playing well with others and so fox news might have been like yeah we don't we we're not going to give you all this primetime air Mm -hmm. as a result well i but i think that the average trump supporter looks Mm -hmm. at that and says well what they're really doing is trying to censor him Mm -hmm. 
And if they're going to censor Trump, I'm, not, I'm just not going to watch them. And there, I would say the truth's somewhere in the middle of that. I, I would agree with that. I, I, 100%. I would say that there's a certain... I mean, they still are beholden to advertisers. They still are beholden to big money. Mm-hmm. Um, we've mentioned BlackRock on this on this show before. Vanguard, these ESG scores, these are real. And if you have shareholders, then you are beholden to that to a certain degree. Yep. Unless you're willing to turn your back on that money and that temptation and then, you know, make your stand. So I think we're seeing a lot of ESG score type triangulating yep. where these brands are just completely isolating their target audience. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I completely agree with you. And it's not just news. It's other products as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, at some point in time, there is going to be this aha moment. The light bulb's going to come on mm-hmm. like over Gru's head light bulb. <laughs> and they're going to go, Oh my God, there's a whole group of people out there that nobody's trying to chase mm-hmm. for viewership for advertising mm-hmm. dollars. Um, and, oh my gosh, it's a group that is very loyal once they go somewhere. Mm-hmm. They're going to figure that out. And, yeah. and when they figure out that, hey, that's conservatives and maybe we should look at that. Um, well, I would be say Ben Shapiro and Jeremy Boring figured that out with the Daily Wire. Glenn Beck figured that out with The Blaze. Um, mm-hmm. Mark Levin figured it out with CRTV and then they ended up merging with The Blaze. Crowder's figured that out, partnered with Rumble. I mean... Yep. And Crowder has talked about for a decade that he's been trying and he was on Fox. He's one of the notable former Foxes. Was he really? He was was on Fox. When was he on Fox? Um, 2015, 2014. He was Fox News contributor. I'd say the the guy who's a very famous um, back and forth between Amy Schumer and Stephen Crowder about premarital sex. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So that's. You can imagine. Just take a guess which side each of them were on. Oh, I'm sure. (laughs) Um, I I think it's interesting. Crowder was on there, and I never knew Crowder Mm -hmm. was on there because I kind of followed all of that that Fox stuff. Uh, Mark Levin. Mm -hmm. How Mark Levin stays on there much longer will be very interesting. Yeah. Um, Strict uh, constitutionalist, Mm -hmm. very very conservative. Um, No holds barred when he's doing his his radio show. If people call in and he doesn't like them, he just hangs up on them. Mm He's almost like yeah, um, dope. <laughs> he's almost like Larry King. Yeah, but right, Larry King had this persona on CNN. Mm-hmm. I'm Larry King. I'm here to interview you. I'm this really cool yeah, old guy. Super calm. And if you called in and you said something against the Clintons, right? They mm-hmm. actually gave him a show to try to blunt Rush Limbaugh in the '90s, mm-hmm. and he was so rude, yeah, and so abrasive, and so unfunny. Um, I tried listening once or twice, and the guy called. You know what them Clintons did? You're a jerk. You're a dummy. You don't know anything. Boom. And hung up on him. And I'm like, that's that little old grandfather guy that's on at night in a couple of hours. And married he's married seven like, cocktail yeah. waitresses. Yes. <laughs> that's a very interesting uh, um, repertoire well, there. And it, so, of course, he didn't make it because yeah. it wasn't possible. So I, I just think it's going to be very interesting. I think a lot of these conservatives uh, leave Fox, end up somewhere mm-hmm. else. Yeah. I don't know what happens to Fox, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I have no idea. And Megan Kelly threw the morning show people completely under the bus in her piece. Yeah. She's like, ah, I know they're winning in the morning demographic, but nobody cares about the morning or daytime demographic, which is hilarious. Well, that's kind of what we were talking about last night, about late night. Which is hilarious because that's where she went when she left yeah. Fox. Like, she went from late night to morning, but yeah. nobody cares about the morning demographic. Yeah. <laughs> they only care about the evening. I'm like, Megan, 
you're having so much fun, you're forgetting what you did, right? Yeah. I mean, and I don't blame her. Well, would, she might be speaking from experience. I, <laughs> I would have danced on their grave a little bit too if that was yeah. me. I mean, I 100% would have done that. I mean, we kind of mentioned last night that, you know, Greg Gutfeld's mm-hmm. number one in late night, but there's not exactly a lot of competition there. <laughs> there's no competition anymore because late night used <laughs> yeah. to be, he's the only funny one left. Well, he's the only one that's slightly different. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's the only one that yes. has a slightly different point of view. Mm-hmm. Everyone else voted exactly the same. They raised their children exactly the same. They live in the exact same kind of neighborhoods, yeah. if not the same neighborhood. Yes. They all go to the same parties. They're all friends with the same people. Like, they're exactly the same person, just... Just in a different show, with a different, a different network, show, with a different, different letters yep. in front of them. Yeah, I, I fully agree. Gutfeld's different. Um, and it took me a while to kind of get some of his humor because it's so off color, mm-hmm. right? It is, it's oh, scandalous. <laughs> it, it, I mean, he makes jokes about everybody and everything, including mm-hmm. himself, um, his co-host. He's always kind of mixing mm-hmm. it up with all of them. So yeah, it, it's very, so anyway, I think Trump's got a, an angle here. Mm-hmm. I think, um, Ron DeSantis has an, has an opening and an opportunity. Yeah. Um, but I do agree with you. Uh, Ron DeSantis needs somebody to fight. To look presidential and look tough enough to beat Trump. And if Trump doesn't show up that debate and Ron DeSantis can't throw haymakers at him, Mm -hmm. even if Trump isn't there and he's throwing haymakers, it's not the same. Mm -hmm. So it'll be very interesting. I mean, if I'm Ron DeSantis's people, I start, Trump's afraid to debate me. I start throwing Mm -hmm. stuff out there, um, appealing to Trump's vanity. Yeah. Trump knows I'd mop him up in a a debate and that's why he's not going to show up. I mean, I would say all of that stuff, Mm -hmm. right? Which Trump then could go, Oh, I'm showing up now. Mm-hmm. Now I'm showing up. But yeah. then Fox would go, we don't want you to show up, right? I mean, this whole thing could yeah. be great. So I'm working out at the gym this morning. Okay. And there's there's a guy working out at the gym. And this stays on this political conversation. Mm-hmm. And he brings up RFK. All right. And he says, you know, uh, we get talking. And I said, look, I, I've been watching Laura RFK. And I kind of mm-hmm. know who he is. And there's some things that, that I can get behind that he says. And, you know, I think he's great for the debate because it, it brings somebody completely different in on the Democratic side, right? Mm-hmm. And anyway, he says, well, you don't think Trump's good for the country. I said, look, whether I think Trump's good for the country or not, what's really bad for the country is if a percentage of the people who didn't vote for Trump, whether that's 20% or 30% or 40%, does everything in their power to tank his presidency. Mm -hmm. That's what's bad for the country. And that's what happened from 2016 to 2020. Mm -hmm. Now, you have conservatives that did uh, some stupid stuff Mm -hmm. at the very beginning of Joe Biden's. Um, presidency. Yeah. Stupid stuff. Not going anywhere, not helping anybody, not mm-hmm. doing anything. So both sides have those people. I'm not yeah. simply saying it's on one side or the other, but for most of us that did not vote for Joe Biden, mm-hmm. we got up and went to work. Yeah. And on the one year anniversary of his election, we didn't go scream at the sky. Mm-hmm. Those are great memes, though. They're, They're such they good still memes. Live on. They live Oh, my gosh. It just kind of defines like. You let insanity just run you over. You went yeah. out and screamed at the sky because your person didn't win. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. But anyway. That's what walk-in closets are for. I mean, if you really uh, feel the need yeah. to yeah. scream. Yes. Uh, yeah. Go to a walk-in closet. Scream into a pillow. Yeah. <laughs> Save some dignity. <laughs> Have you ever driven in your car and just yelled? When, but you got to look around. Yeah. Right? You can't do that maniac scream mm-hmm. without looking around. Now, people in masks last year might have been able to mm-hmm. do it for the last couple of years because you couldn't tell. 
Oh, you could still tell. You could tell if I was yelling. I want you to know you could hear it in the next car. If it's I was like yelling. the opening sequence to the whole nine uh, yards. Yeah. That movie with uh, Matthew Perry and Bruce Willis. Great movie. It's a great movie, it's but that's the, the whole opening movie. sequence yeah. that establishes that he hates his life. <laughs> Jimmy. What's his name? Jimmy. <laughs> so oh, he just keeps yeah. stopping. Tedeschi. Yeah. Tedeschi, Jimmy, Jimmy Tedeschi. Tedeschi. <laughs> he just keeps stopping every 10 feet and just screaming and honking his horn and beating on the steering wheel. Never been a huge Roseanne, uh, Roseanne Arquette fan. Mm-hmm. She deserved it. Uh, she did a great she job. She was as, like, phenomenal. The toxic French wife. Oh, so good. She did good. a great job with it. She was so good. Yeah. yeah. There are some actors that I see Ping, in films Ping that I'm like. Was, uh, he was phenomenal. Yeah, he was great. I mean, you could just like go through. Everybody was fun in that Everybody movie. was so much fun yeah. in that. It was hilarious. Yeah. yeah. And Jimmy Tedeschi, or the um, the mobster guy, mm-hmm. he did a great job. The accent was fun. I think I think and, it was. And the woman that played great holiday fun <laughs> uh, ex wife, and I can't think of her who her mm-hmm. name was. She was phenomenal as well. Yeah. She was in another. She's movie the one that was in Species. She was also in Ice Cube, in a movie with Ice Cube, Ice Cube. about a train. Was Ice Cube and somebody else? Oh, yeah. uh, Jason uh, Statham was in it, and there's a few other actors. And you're like, it's about the zombies on Mars or or something. something. Yeah, it's wild. I don't know. Boy, we went way to Hollywood there. Um, Mm -hmm. So anyway, there's an article this morning Mm -hmm. in Yahoo Life, which I'm giving it more credit than anybody knew that Yahoo Life was out there. Yeah, they still exist. They still exist. I did not know that Yahoo had life, and I did not know that they had news. But it was it was an interesting take. And as and as I read it, I just sort of laughed and chuckled to myself Mm -hmm. because you could take this article and take everything that's said about Kevin McCarthy. Yeah. Put Nancy Pelosi in there, take everything about Adam Schiff, put Donald Trump in there Mm -hmm. and then take everything about Schiff's um, censorship right, Mm -hmm. or whatever they did to him um, um, and, and do both of Donald Trump's first impeachments. Okay. So, so the headline is uh, McCarthy's clowns wasted your tax dollars in Congress time this week. Oh yeah. <laughs> First of all, that's their job is to waste your time and your dollars. They're exceedingly good at it. Has in Cong- case you haven't noticed, has Congress done anything other than that in at least the past twenty years? If you want to know somebody that is exceptionally good at wasting your time and dollars, it's the U.S. Congress. Mm. Right. The only person that's giving them a run for the money right now is Pete Buttigieg. Because of his private plane flights, Buttigieg. He's whatever. His did name. he become Secretary of Transportation just so he could get a private plane? He might have. Hey, does a private plane come with that? Because I, I know if it does. <laughs> what I love is that he drives like the biggest gas guzzling SUV. Yes. To work, and then pulls a bike out of the back of it. Yeah. And he's a block away, yeah. so that he can ride in. Appearances, like a good little appearances green are everything, guy. right? <laughs> Um, so this article goes on, right? Let me see who wrote this article. If I got it. Oh man. Jackie Combs. C-A-L-M-E-S. Combs. 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 C-A-L-M-E-S. Alan Combs. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. Because he was with an O and she's with an A. All right. Um, so she writes this and she says, um, their bumbling drive to weaponize the government against a political foe. Boy, where have we seen that? Right. I mean, the, the way that you read, you could literally take words out of here, yeah. just insert the other side and read it that way and go, I agree with it. You versus, should have, yeah, you should have emailed me this because I could have put it in word and just found all of the yes. references to McCarthy and yeah. replaced it with Pelosi, read the same thing. And yeah. yeah. 
Separately, Republicans trumped a, uh, trumpeted a House hearing into a recent report widely derided as a dud, except in their parallel fact-free, Fox-friendly MAGA universe. Oh. I, this person needs to get out more. <laughs> because that universe does not exist. There's the, the touch grass response yeah. that's become a bit of a meme. That tried to show Democratic bias in the origins of the government investigation ultimately led by Honey. That it was a complete fake. Mm. Everybody's disproven it. You just you don't even have to watch Fox. You can watch other people yeah. into the 2016 Trump campaign's dalliance. He no longer cheated with the Russians. It was a dalliance. It was an afternoon romance. All right. And now it's over. It was All a dalliance. Right. They went to a movie together with Russian operatives. Mm-hmm. So some Russians meet with Trump. Not even Trump. It was the Don Jr. They scheduled yeah. a meeting with Don Jr. And yeah. I don't even think either he showed up or he he, he didn't early. show up or he was he there for early. like 10 minutes. And I was like, that, this is a waste of time. If you're the Trumps, you understand when somebody's wasting your time. Yeah. Right. You've had people pitch stuff to you for yeah. forever. And if you walk in the room, they got about two, three minutes to make mm-hmm. this pitch. When the pitch didn't go the way it's supposed to, they're like, this is bullshit. I am out of here. Mm-hmm. And and I, you don't do business at that high a level mm-hmm. and sit in on those meetings. You're paid to walk out of those meetings. Yeah. And I think the Trumps are very good at that. Right. <laughs> so Democrats, including Schiff, humiliated the Republican star witness and special. It's <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing. We're so embarrassed for you. Oh, what's humiliating is that you use those words to describe something that wasn't humiliating. What's humiliating is someone uh, obviously got a creative writing degree, mm-hmm. couldn't get a job, became a journalist at Yahoo Life oh and is writing gosh. a very creative writing piece. Yeah. That is this gets Very better, creative. which is just the point. Schiff made in a fundraising fundraising email about his censure. These political smear tactics divert the resources of the House away from pressing priorities that Congress should be addressing. And that is that I want to tackle as your senator. It's uh, a Schiff smear. That is absolutely hysterical coming from a guy who stood up and said, I have the evidence. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to go right back to what I said earlier. Adam Schiff, Sean Hannity, you, Sean Hannity, you, and also uh, Rachel Maddow. Mm. I have the evidence. I have it. I have it right here. I can't hands. give it to you, but he's guilty. You can't see it because you're a stranger. There's no evidence. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, this is great for anyone grounded in reality. The censure was downright comical. What's comical is that people get to lie in Congress and get away with it on both sides. And you're only mad at the other side. Yeah. The resolution charged that Schiff, the former lead Democrat in the House Intelligence Committee and Trump impeachment manager, spread false accusations that Trump campaign had colluded with Russia. This is where it gets great. But the accusations weren't false. Well, really, why really? didn't Mueller convict him? <laughs> why didn't Schiff impeach him? Why isn't he hung by his toenails for treason? <laughs> However much the Republicans maligned the Mueller investigation, its account of a Trump Tower meeting... Uh, so the Trump Tower meeting comes back. Okay. Right. I just, it, for me, there's so much more here to be worried about. One, we wasted all of that time on two impeachments that went nowhere. Mm-hmm. Two, you had people in the government spying on a presidential campaign, helping another presidential campaign. Sooner or later, you have to realize that if the forces in the government have the ability to do this, and they suddenly decide they don't like your side anymore. They like the other side better. Mm-hmm. All of this will be used against you and more. 
And that is a very dangerous thing in our country. Absolutely. It is incredibly dangerous. So you read those articles like that. It's like, do you, are you, have you not read 1984? Did you not read Animal Farm? Have you not seen any science fiction movie where something bad happens? Well, high crimes and misdemeanors over the Trump campaign mm-hmm. broadened to, I don't like your face and your big meanie face, yeah. meanie pants, like the orange man. That's what high crimes and misdemeanors became. Yes. It's if it's that broad, then why aren't we impeaching every single president? This has been going on because a certain number of people think that every single president is a meanie pants and don't like his face. I only remember following politics since I was a little kid. Mm -hmm. I I remember watching the Watergate hearings um, long enough to turn the channel Mm because they would they would (laughs) alternate them from one channel to the other. And you couldn't watch your afternoon programming if they were on. Mm -hmm. Um but you had in the 70s trying to impeach a president. Mm-hmm. You had in the 80s, they wanted to impeach Reagan. Mm-hmm. They wanted to impeach Clinton. Mm-hmm. Right? They did impeach Clinton. They did impeach right? Clinton. They wanted to impeach Bush, never really got around to it. Mm-hmm. Right. And they did impeach. Uh, they didn't want to. They didn't impeach Obama. No one was willing to do that. They did mm-hmm. go after Eric Holder yeah. um, for what he did at, at, at um, DOJ. Um, and then they impeached Trump twice. Mm-hmm. I don't remember them trying to impeach Lyndon Johnson. I don't remember Kennedy. I don't remember Truman. I don't there was a, there was amount of decorum in politics that existed before Watergate Mm -hmm. that after Watergate has, it doesn't exist anymore. And it's only gotten worse in my lifetime with both sides saying, well, you did that. So I'm going to do this. Well, you did that. So I'm going to, and it's a constant escalation. And and I do think what you're saying is post-sexual revolution, the, class of legislatures that we got that were all elected around this time as Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. Mitch McConnell, mm-hmm. all of that organization became a bunch of immature brats that were just incredibly spiteful. Well, and it's just getting worse. But, and worse. but I think that the crack cocaine in this whole thing, no offense to Hunter, um, mm-hmm. that the crack cocaine in this entire thing mm-hmm. was that the news media went from a few papers mm-hmm. and a few TV shows and a few commentary shows that not a lot of people watched to CNN. Mm-hmm. CNN started in the 90s, mm-hmm. right, during the Gulf War. And then all of a sudden you had 24-hour day, seven, day, tw- seven days a week news. And they got to fill it. And they had to fill the cycle. Mm-hmm. And ever since then... Everything is a salacious headline and a salacious. If I go to Fox or if I were to go to MSNBC or CNN right now, every headline is there designed to get you to click something. Mm -hmm. It's not really informative. It's not really telling you anything you don't already know. And if you're reading CNN, you're probably not going to change your opinion about the other side. And if Mm -hmm. you're reading Fox, I could probably pretty much say the same thing. Mm -hmm. I've read a lot of Fox articles and it's never made me want to change my opinion. Yeah. I always kind of have my own opinion. One of the first apps I put on the very first iPhone I ever had was the Fox News app. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you the year that I switched phones and didn't bother downloading it. So the number one station in my truck Mm -hmm. is Fox. I'm seriously, it's been Fox since I had satellite radio. Mm -hmm. I'm probably changing that. Next few weeks. I just don't know what I'm changing it to because mm-hmm. I still like to listen to news, mm-hmm. but I'm going to I'm going to shuffle the rotation. I'm going to yeah. have to change it up. I just can't. I don't listen to it anymore. Yeah, it doesn't deserve to be in the number one. <laughs> I got to move it. 
There are a lot of number ones getting unseated in this country in the past couple months. Yes. Do you know what the number two station is? Much to my kids' dismay, chagrin. (laughs) um, Can't believe that it's true. It's the 80s. Yeah, it's I'm, great. I, I love the 80s. So fun. I know. The big fun hair, the bad music, the, 80s, the hair the bands. I know. Loved it. Rap came along. So came how long before the headline Fox over troubled waters happens somewhere? Uh, when they get rid of Jesse. <laughs> Fox over. <laughs> over like, troubled we waters. so over you. You All so right. gave me that. It was right there. I was just, I was just asking. I was actually asking for a time frame, but. Fox to build a bridge over troubled Jesse Waters show. Yeah. Look, I, I think it's going to be hard for the, the personalities there that are conservative. They're either going to toe the line or they're going to get kicked out. Mm-hmm. And so I just think that's going to. You just people want to see authenticity, and I don't think you're well. Whistleblowers are starting to um, release Mm -hmm. internal documents on Fox News showing that Mm -hmm. they are they are censoring people. They are highly suggesting you not to talk about certain things Mm -hmm. and to talk about other things. So, I mean, yeah, there's just Uh, Barbara Jean uh, fell in love with JFK. And thinks mm-hmm. LBJ had something to do. Well, if RFK Jr. is elected, we might finally find out. Yeah. I just would like to be in the room with all the conspiracy theorists. Yeah. Like the main ones. Mm-hmm. And be like Maury Povich. LBJ was not a nice guy. I, I would love to be Maury Povich and pull the folder out. <laughs> you know, every one of them's got a sign. Is this going to be CIA, your- the mafia, <laughs> LBJ, the Cubans, right? They all have as the Russians, mm-hmm. Marilyn Monroe's secret mafia boyfriend. They all have all these signs, right? Yeah. And then you pull it out. It was. And then you read out. It would be like the best. It would be better to be it would be so good to be able in to that, do that situation than to be Geraldo Rivera with the empty safe. Well, if Geraldo Rivera was doing it, <laughs> it would it would literally become up a blank page like this. <laughs> like, this, oh, no. and, and this is the information we have on who did it. Right. Yeah. I do not. But that would be such a great show. Every you know why? person from because the conspiracy. Because Geraldo would ask the FBI, the CIA, oh, yeah. what the should LBJ I read? Library. <laughs> <laughs> what is the true answer? And they'd all be like, I don't know. What a rating. Maybe we could put it on Twitter. We should send Elon Musk a tweet. When they release this, you should have everybody that's part yeah. of the conspiracy in a room and you read it. Like it's a Maury Povich or a paternity Jerry test. Springer paternity <laughs> test. And then we know who did it. Yeah. Man, I have brilliant ideas sometimes. This is a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. No one's ever going to do it, but it would be mm-hmm. awesome on Twitter to literally do that. No one this ever is the talks person. about, by the way, the fact mm-hmm. that um, Lyndon B. Johnson's last name was Johnson, and he was frequently naked for meetings in front of mixed company. Okay. Like, he would call people in for a conference, and he'd be on the toilet. Like, actively using it. I, I never heard those stories. I did read somewhere in a story about him that if he was walking from the residence of the White House or somewhere mm-hmm. outside in the Rose Garden, he'd just pull over and take a leak. Yeah. With whoever just was standing did around. not care. Yeah. He had no shame. All right. Somewhat like our current president, who evidently had to get all the females taken off of his Secret Service detail because he would frequently skinny dip and force them to watch him skinny dip. When did this his happen? When, did when he was vice president. All the females had to get rotated off of his um, his Secret Service detail because they kept complaining that he would force them to watch him skinny dip. Well, there were assassination attempts. There. I think they would be blinded by the light reflected off of his 
crusty white butt when having, they look at it through having the Having watched what I consider the definitive <laughs> on this on swimming mm-hmm. on Seinfeld, <laughs> yeah. I would simply have had Costanza advise our vice president at the time that this was not a good it's idea. It's not a good look. <laughs> it's not a good look. Which, Unless that is a very heated pool. <laughs> which, as a guy with a sense of humor, I now understand why they all rotated off. <laughs> Just Seinfeld explained it all. It's all there if mm-hmm. you want to watch it. I think Joe Biden sprung for the heated pool. Uh, I don't think it did him anything. They all left. Right, <laughs> they so all left. along those lines of both sides are just screwing this up and we're, we're mm-hmm. bypassing opportunities to fix things. Both sides trash. That, right. That are just so real clear politics. I was looking this morning, mm-hmm. right direction, wrong direction. Track of the country. <laughs> right. Uh, right direction is only at 23.8%. And right okay. doesn't mean conservative. It means the country is headed in the direction we want it to go in to be better. 23.8? say it's on the wrong track. Now, that's the average. Mm -hmm. So the high is a 31.65, right? Mm -hmm. The low was from Reuters. Only 14% of the people polled between 6.2 and 6.5 said the country's on the right. So first of all, I have to assume half of them were on drugs. (laughs) So now it's down to seven. All right. And then let's say out of that out of that percentage, another half of those weren't really paying attention to the question. Yeah. So maybe three percent in that poll. Like how I just made that up. I see that. <laughs> so like a fourteen percent is two thirds. Yeah. A third think we're going in a good direction. Yes. I have questions for that third. That want to know we're going in a good direction. That think we're currently headed in a good direction. <laughs> yeah. I heard an interesting Reuters story reported, but I want to check it before I mention it. You can check it before you mention it. <laughs> you can 100% do that. Yeah, today was a really good day for finding just kind of news that you're yeah. like. And I can tell you there's all kinds of polls out there. Trump's up, Trump's down, Trump's beating this one, Trump's beating that mm-hmm. one. Uh, none of that matters at this point in time. No. That, that, those are just push polls to see if they can get somebody I think to. 2016 proved that the polls don't matter anytime. I don't think 20, I think 2020 did too. Yeah. There, there, there were it. states that uh, Donald Trump was in the lead and did not win. Mm-hmm. Right. And so, yeah. And there were states that Biden was supposed to do better and he barely won or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So um, here's the story we talked a little while you're looking. We yeah. talked about this a little bit yesterday. So the, Joe Biden and the Democrats uh, have decided to poll uh, Iowa and New Hampshire are not going to be the first primaries. Mm-hmm. But Iowa and New Hampshire want to be the first primary. They're not into yeah. this DNC plan. Now, if this mm-hmm. was a Republican side of it, the, the media would be all over it. But because it's Democrats, it's not news. It's just some people complaining, right? Um, and it's going to be very, very interesting to see how New Hampshire and Iowa handle. Will they have them anyway and get their delegates stripped? Okay. And if they do, you know, RFK has an opportunity to, to win those. Mm-hmm. If he does win those or does extremely well without Joe he's Biden showing momentum. up, he's got something called momentum, regardless of mm-hmm. what happens in South Carolina. Yeah. And I would expect Joe to win South Carolina. But if RFK gets to stay in the race and and Joe Joe's going to win South Carolina. Yeah. And if Joe stumbles mm-hmm. right due to his health. The only guy you got is RFK. Of course, all the other ones are saying Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom, Gavin Newsom. I, I got to tell you, I don't see Gavin Newsom playing well in middle America at all. I don't think so. And I don't think Gavin Newsom has the relationship with 
certain elements of the Democrat Party that he needs to win them mm-hmm. over bigly. He's kind of like a Hillary Clinton. I don't see Gavin Newsom playing well to like Teamsters, to the Iron Belt or the Rust yes. Belt. I don't see him playing well in those populations. Mm-hmm. I found my story. What was it? All right. <laughs> Routers. Ah, it's playing with me now. Okay. So Routers has reported. Reuters. 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 Yes. As a former journalist. Okay. Reuters. Reuters. I hate it when people correct you when they say something. I say stuff wrong all the time and you just let it fly. So thank you for doing that. It's fine. It's okay. I really appreciate you being nicer to me than I was to you right there. As a female, I'm Mm -hmm. more agreeable than you are. That's just... Smarter, more intelligent, nuanced. Yeah, we get it. We get it. We get it. So Reuters (laughs) has reported that um, there's been some research into America's political elite to examine what the current crop of um, government officials across the three branches of our federal government have direct descendants that were slave owners. Okay. They reported that all but one of the current living presidents are descended from slave owners. Donald J. Trump. The only one that is not. Because this is this show, and I have done trivia for forever. I know the answer when I don't know the question. Donald J. Trump. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Joe Biden. In addition, Joe Biden. And every living former U.S. president. Joe Biden? Joe Biden is descended from slave owners, according to Reuters. I got to look that up. I find that one hard to believe. I didn't know the Bidens had been in the country that long. Every single living Former, I guess, current and former uh, U.S. president, except for Donald Trump, direct descendants of slave owners. So Biden, Carter, George W. Bush, Bill Clinton, and through the white side of his family, Barack Obama. Well, I I could see that on that. But how far back did they go? Trump's ancestors came to no, no, America I, after slavery was abolished. I get all that. How far back do they? Do? I don't know. Presidents. I didn't read the whole story. I got to look so at this now. Go for it. I'll text it to you. I have to 100% look at this. But now. there's a little graphic that'll hijack it. So among America's political elite, mm-hmm. uh, five living presidents, two Supreme Court justices, 11 governors, and 100 legislatures are descended from ancestors who enslaved black people. Now, to my mind, this is an interesting anecdote. It does not condemn or, I don't know, celebrate them in any way. This is just... Well, this, this is part of... The, the sins of the father, I don't believe, are... This is, well, this is know, part of our problem. Today. ...worthy of condemning the son or the daughter. Right. So, uh, nobody is 100% pure and perfect at anything. No. No one ever has been in the history and of the And this is a very American-centric idea of slavery this is direct descendant of american slavers Mm -hmm. every peoples that have ever existed Mm -hmm. on the planet have been the enslavers or the enslaved if you go far enough back so the the purity tests that are going on today Mm -hmm. for various and sundry things right no one is a hundred percent and no one could possibly pass the not even the people that are giving the purity tests could make them pass right um, as a Catholic, it reminds me of the uh, Spanish Inquisition. Mm-hmm. It was very painful. It was very troubling. It was and nobody not, expects it. It was not a good part of yeah. Catholic history, right? 
Spanish history either. Mm-hmm. But the Spanish people did a lot of great things. Catholics have done a lot of great things. Mm-hmm. If you judge people for their worst moment or something they say mm-hmm. or do, um, and you have no forgiveness in your heart, it, it's all of us will eventually fail the test. Yes. And to me, that's the thing that's very interesting about today. Well, I disagree with one thing someone does, so I disagree with all of them. I think that is absolutely a ridiculous place to be. Yeah. I have learned a ton of stuff from people that I disagree with 50, 60, 70% of what they believe politically. But man, have they taught me things about family or they taught me things about faith or they've taught Mm -hmm. me something about work. And I I just think that that's the problem with our society today Mm -hmm. is the sensitive ones take a look at someone and they go, oh my gosh, they said something that I don't like or do that. They're awful. Everything about them should be canceled. Mm -hmm. No, maybe you should find out about the rest of them. Maybe there's some depth to them that you don't understand that depth is there, right? There's a lot of times in conversation with someone and I go, I am never going to learn anything from this person. And then God smacks me upside the head and I learn something from them. Yeah. And I'm like, that was my fault for thinking that. Yeah. So yeah, I just think that that's, uh, yeah. Barbara Jean, uh, the travesty continues to native Americans. Yeah. Uh, If you want to look at a group that relied on the government to take care of them and it did not turn out well, Native Americans would be your first and foremost example. Yes, they should be the the warning Mm -hmm. of what happens when you give over complete control to a powerful federal government that promises to take care of you. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, I completely. completely And there are more slaves alive today than there were in we, we America's ag- history we ag- worldwide. We ignore what's going on in the world, mm-hmm. mainly because there's fewer countries that actually practice slavery, mm-hmm. but the population of those countries is so much greater than it was mm-hmm. at the time. But every every major, and look, I, I don't want to get, I just think it's a, it's a horrible thing to want to try to own yeah. or tell another human being what they have to do, and which is part of my uh, more libertarian uh, uh, views on, on speech, right? You should mm-hmm. be able to say what you want to say. I don't have to agree with it. And I don't have yeah. to listen to it. Mm-hmm. But I'll defend your right to say it. There are very few people who would disagree with me politically that are on an extreme part that would say the same thing about my rights. Mm-hmm. And that's the part that scares me. Yeah, That's the part that I just, I'm like, you, you've got to be, you, you, you want a right or a privilege, but yet you want to decide who else gets the right or the privilege. And mm-hmm. that's not how it works. If you read the constitution and you truly embrace, and part of that is these people that, that act that way. Um, th- these groups, these second minors, they, they never had to fight for those freedoms. They were always there for them. Mm-hmm. They've never had them taken away. Yeah. And they don't appreciate that they have been taken away from other people in the world in our lifetime. And we've had to watch that. Nor has anyone in their immediate circle had to fight for what they have. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, my, I- my father was raised by someone who came back from World War II. Mm-hmm. So he had to deal with a father who was still trying to recover from that trauma. Whereas people in my generation, by and large, don't know anyone that my generation and younger don't have someone that's super close to them that is still struggling with that immediate trauma right after the event Mm -hmm. of having fought with that. And then we have a very different population of people that we sent off to war in in the Gulf. And that has, I think, shown itself in suicide rates. And that's a whole other topic that I don't even want to get into. Well, we've we've had lots of guests on the show that Mm -hmm. have talked about that and have tried to work with both veterans and and also uh, law enforcement and and fire Mm -hmm. 
department that are dealing with those kind of stresses and everything right mm -hmm. now. And I think the stress in our society is, a whole, is, is made a whole lot more by, by phones mm -hmm. and by social media and not mm -hmm. being able to unplug from that. Yeah. Not being able to pull the cord, mm -hmm. which I have a whole story about unplugging. Unplugging. It is an interesting. I may save it for Thursday. Okay. I may save it for trivia on Thursday. Trivia. And I have a really good topic for Thursday. All right. I'm still trying to figure out how to even, I may just have to hand it to you and let you do the topic. <laughs> it's that bad. Tank my career. Oh my gosh, right. is it bad. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So, hey, Bobby, thank you very much. Thank Love you, all Bobby. you guys for watching. We will be back tomorrow. Maybe guests, maybe not. Amanda and I will be here. I'll be here. Yeah, we'll be here. We have fun. And thank you guys very much. Love all the comments. You guys mm -hmm. have a great night. Bye.